Hello there guys, it is your host of the Football Takeover Podcast. I'm here with a special episode today and I hope you guys enjoy. I want to say congratulations on winning the MLS Next Pro Cup. Thank you so much. Yeah, and congratulations on getting player coach of the year. Thank you. Um, that, that was a, a surprising. Uh, if you would have told me earlier in the season, I would have not believed it. And then uh, uh, we're like, oh, yeah, we did a pretty Makes sense. Yeah, um, an amazing um, achievement, obviously. But um, while we're waiting for Caleb, he's having some technical difficulties. I'm going to go ahead and get started. Is that all right with you? Hello, you there? Do you hear me? Yep, I can hear you now. I think I just lost you for a second, though. Okay. We're all good. I'm going to go ahead and get started. If you're okay with that, well, Caleb tries to figure it out. Awesome. All right, let me go on ahead with the first question. Um, So, how did you manage a team where at any point someone can be like, called up to the first team, whereas, like, with Jason and Mo, like, how would you manage with that in practices and stuff? Um, so, at the beginning, it was uh, easy in a sense that the, they were training uh, with us uh, and called up uh, uh, sporadically. Then uh, it became consistent for them to be with the first team, and uh, they would either... I can hear you now, okay. Yes, sorry. So, so compared to other teams, we were pretty uh, lucky in a sense that uh, Caleb always try to make sure that we are we all in the interest of the players and the club that we always get those guys early enough to pre- to get prepared. Uh, the really rare rare times where we knew we were gonna get we were not gonna get them. We. Uh, we always uh, try to make sure to uh, for everyone in the group to to be ready that they everybody can step up at any time and uh, and for that everybody needs to understand the 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 roles and the responsibilities on each aspect because because it can be uh, your turn tomorrow so uh, I think it was overall not that bad uh, it's just uh, of course Jason and Mo are different but uh, but everybody was ready to step up. Yeah, um, great answer. Thank you. Uh, it was just from the fans' perspective, we were always just like confused, like how does he get it all right tactically all the time? Oh, they're just really, uh, uh, they're just really. Uh, uh, everybody in this group, uh, amazing uh, human, and they they always try to put the collective in front of their own uh, uh, ego. So they would always try to uh, apply what's beneficial for the team and the position before everything else. So it was really easy to, to work with all those guys. Wow. And that's at such a young age, too. Exactly. I think the oldest one was... Who was it? What is it? I can't think of who the oldest one is on the team. The oldest one? Yeah. Uh, the oldest one was... Probably Ryan Telfer. That's who it was. Yeah. I mean, you have him and Marco, then there's just an age gap. Yes, exactly. Um, 
but uh, it's it's funny it's funny how all those guys competed each other because they uh they Marco and Ryan are really a childish uh, childish side too in a good way uh and sometimes those young guys uh, can be also so mature in different aspects so everybody competed each other but uh what a year what a year that was with those guys yeah I'm gonna go ahead and jump into the next question. So I saw you played professional for. Yes. So what was that like, um, playing in the Premier League? Um, at the time I was 21, 22. Uh, I don't know if I was as aware of where I am and who I was competing with and in which league I was playing because. I was uh, I was surrounded by players like uh, Joe Cole, Paolo Di Canio, Freddie Canuti, Michael Carrick, uh, Jermaine Defoe, and I thought that I was deserving a starting spot. And uh, uh, like I was I was not uh, so um, so I would say aware or grateful about where I was, but I was too busy. Uh, wondering why I was not having the starting spot, which was uh, because I was not as good as those guys. <laughs> but at the time, <laughs> at the time, uh, I wasn't really aware. And uh, um, so, aw- kind of aware that that was the Premier League, an amazing uh, setup. At the same time, uh, really angry about not playing enough because I thought that I was deserving <laughs> the spot. So <laughs> it was kind of a mixed feeling. Uh, be over there i mean it's just like one of those things that we all wake up like as the fans will wake up and watch them and i know a lot of the crew two players do as well yeah they all support arsenal yeah so who would your premier league team be then oh what's Ham. all right that's what i would figure oh for sure um i'm gonna go ahead and ask the next question so what was the main difference between like the style of play in Europe? Cause you played a lot in Europe and then coaching through the crew. What is the biggest style of difference? Would you say? Well, it's really hard to answer that because there's no a, a typical European style of play. Like Spain is really different from England and England from France. Um, so the real difference is the way it is perceived in U.S. Uh, so in in U.S., what one thing that I witnessed and experienced was uh, uh, that. The, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry. No, sorry. There's a, a weird noise that I wasn't sure. Um, so no, there's a, the one thing that I was a little bit surprised was, uh, especially in Midwest. Uh, is um, the fundamentals that players in Europe can have in terms of individual technique um, because they're so used to uh, have reps and touches and training sessions and uh, and here in a little bit of in the Midwest the, the kids are not uh, necessarily um, that exposed to uh, to that same soccer culture so so it was uh, with the academy. It was uh, a little bit of a, a surprise because even at Galaxy, the guys were uh, with the um, 
the academy, the, the guys were really, uh, really crafty, really, uh, uh, and, and only here I was a little bit surprised he was less in the culture to, to play soccer as a younger age. Um, so that's the main thing I would say. Uh, and then the, the, the particularities because of players with college, uh, obligations and uh, so it's not always easy and, and, and always clear to me but because uh, because for for players in Europe it, it was pretty simple uh, you get into an academy and you try to get professional and uh, there's no college pathway so it's uh, it's always a little bit uh, su- surprising for me and I'm, I'm slowly getting it used to it and uh, but that's the major change I would say yeah, I mean, it's just a different route, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Yes, just a different way. Yep. All right, I'm going to ask the next question. Um, what was the hardest difficulty that you guys had all last season? The, the difficult what? What was your most difficult point? Difficult point? Yeah. Uh, in general, you're saying? Yeah, just in general. Um, he was uh, keeping the guys. Uh, he was and he wasn't, but he was keeping the guys uh, humble uh, about winning a few games versus are we really positioning ourselves uh, uh, to be uh, uh, the best player we can be in order to have a, a chance for the first team. So we try to make them aware that winning a few games is not enough, that training is a huge part of the things that we want to get better at, and, and, and that you are the guys that everybody, every team wants to beat now, so don't get surprised. And yeah, don't get too complacent. Um, that was the, the main focus, and, uh, but it was... It was more me warming them, but really that never really happened. Um, they were, like I said, an incredible uh, group of players that was so enjoying training. And once you enjoy training that much, uh, compete is easy. Yeah, I mean, from what we could see in the fans, it just looked like during games, it was like a kickabout some of the games. Hmm. Yeah. Especially that one against Cincy. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Well, we really struggled against Rochester home in the form yeah. we lost, but it was a, a bad for good, I would say, because uh, that put the guys back in their spot. And uh, and uh, I think uh, that helped us a lot throughout the season. Um, I mean, you beat them in the playoffs. Yes, so exactly. That's all that matters. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. All right. So the next question was, what would you say was the highlight of the season for you? The highlight of the season for me, well, the, uh, there's a few. Uh, the final, of course, there's the Toronto. I mean, I, I love and I appreciate each playoff game because of uh, uh, it was, uh, this is the, the games where we wanted to measure how good as individual or collective they they were with the game that matters. Um, 
So I'm so proud of each of uh, the playoff games. On top of them, the final, of course. But uh, even the Cincinnati game where we wanted to make sure we were arriving for the playoff in a good manner and uh, we didn't like the stuff that happened uh, uh, on the away game where we we fear there were a lot of violence um, and uh, putting the, the players' uh, uh, integrity at risk. Um, so we wanted to make sure that we perform, get the result, but not getting anybody injured. So, so the last Cincy game was a highlight. Um, I mean, there's a there's a few. I, I really I'm really proud of the the four two win over Chicago, where we were two 0 down at halftime. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, um, and even the time where we didn't get the result, like the performance at Philly, when the the kid the kid uh, scored an amazing uh, winner goal uh, against us. Um, I, I, I was really proud of the performance of the guys. So um, that. Obviously, a lot of highlights this season, but the heart and they put in training every day uh, for us it was uh, priceless. Yeah, I mean, amazing. It was an amazing season. Um, Caleb has just joined us, so awesome. Caleb, nice did you to meet you. Any... Yeah. Did, did you have Sorry. any like? No worries. Oh. Caleb, did you have any like starting questions that you wanted to ask real quick? I actually don't know what's been asked so far, so I I'm not sure. Fair enough. I should have assessed that one. All right. So as we work into the playoffs, what was the mindset when you were going into the playoffs just off of a steamroll of Cincy? What was the big mindset for that first game? The 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 playoff against Rochester was uh, a little bit tricky because we didn't we were not sure. Beside all the conversation, we were not sure what mindset were the guys. Like, this is the only team that smashed us uh, and home on top of that. So, so uh, uh, are the guys were going to be too nervous and not play their game or too nervous and get a, a red card too early or get surprised because Rochester at the time didn't want to play good soccer. They just wanted to get a, a counter and a long ball and punish us. So a lot of factors uh, make me uh, a little bit uh, anxious of how the guy were going to approach the game. But uh, internally, we also had a clear uh, picture of uh, what we, we should be uh, able to control and uh, he, he worked out perfectly and the guy wanted to make things right against uh, the, the the first uh, uh, home game that we played them and so yeah great performance uh, beautiful goals uh, it was great yeah I mean it was a great win at home so yeah um, Caleb all right, so um, I'm typically the one that asks, like, you know, non-soccer-related questions sometimes. So, uh-huh. um, uh, of, you know, the time you've been here, you've been here for longer than a majority, if not all, of the Crew 2 team. Um, what is your favorite thing that you've, uh, you, have, you like to do in Columbus um, outside of sports? 
Um, I like to uh, I like to practice uh, martial arts uh, uh, on my own at the running training center. And I like to play with jujitsu or, or muay thai or or just hitting the bag. It's just uh, some things that I really enjoyed with people by myself. Uh, yep, yeah, it's something that really works for me and. Uh, You there? Yep. Uh, yeah. This is something that keeps me healthy and keep me moving. So this is what. Yeah. Um, so my next question was, um, I think probably the moment of the season for all of us was when you grabbed that corner flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what went on through your head during that Toronto game? Oh, it, it was uh, a game where I was mad that the fact that we we were doing so good and then uh, uh, we conceded such a, a stupid goal and then the the ball that goes be, between the guys in the wall was so uh, uh, easy too. So I was like, really, guys, we we can't we can't let those guys uh, taking that away from us with those silly goals. So let's go make things right. So the fact that we switched formation and the guy were able to put that result uh, in that matter, uh, it was just a scenario at the end of the day. And uh, I was just happy. Uh, I know that I make, uh, <laughs> I know that I make uh, my boy uh, nervous um, on the floor, but uh, I was, I was kidding. I was, I was not going to break the kind of flag. I was just uh, <laughs> sharing a moment with the fans. I mean, yeah, it became the pinpoint of the season, I would say. <laughs> no, that was fun. That was so fun. Um, Caleb, you're up. All right. So, again, speaking of that, I know I said I usually don't talk about um, soccer and questions, but uh, the crew recently released on Twitter that there is a little TIFO of you with the corner flag. Uh, at the Nordic at lower.com field. What were you thinking when you saw that? That there is a what? Sorry. Uh, there's like a little uh, like a painting, I guess, if you will. Yes. Uh, and they gave me the painting. Oh, really? Uh, and I'm and I'm actually just dropped it a few days ago to uh, kind of get it framed. Uh, uh, no, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, and the guy posted on Instagram, I think, lately. Uh, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's amazing. It's just a life souvenir for me, and uh, I can't wait to to hang in in the, in my living room. Yeah, it was a beautiful piece of art, I would say. Oh yeah, <laughs> it really is. Um, so I'm gonna go touch back on the jujitsu real quick. Yep. So I, I asked the four <laughs> four players on crew two certain questions for you. Uh huh. So I asked Marco, Noah. Phil and Tristan. Okay. So Marco's question was, how are you preparing for your big fight in December? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's how dumb I can be. Um, I'm going to show up uh, to that event. And uh, right now I barely train at all because I have so much uh, stuff that I'm working on on the side of uh, the the training session so as for now i didn't do what i'm supposed to do in order to get ready 
But uh, as for today, I'm still going to show up on December and, uh, and do what I can. Yeah. All right. So the next one's going to be from Noah. Yep. Um, the team jokester, as I've heard. Was that, uh, that again? I've heard Noah's the team, right? The team clown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so he said, who do you think has the best chance to beat you in a fight? From, uh, from who? From, from, the, the from the crew two team. Oh, all of them. All of them. Uh, all of them. Uh, but there's one that scares me. Uh, it's uh, JT. JT Camara. <laughs> I would mess with that kid. But uh, all the crew two guys beat me up. But luckily, they, they don't want to embarrass an old man. <laughs> we, asked, we asked them all this question. They said JT would get kicked like a garbage bag. <laughs> no, no, no. He's too fast. He's too fast, huh? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, and then this last one is from Tristan. Yes. Um, he asked, who is your favorite Dragon Ball Z character? Vegeta. Okay. Vigila, because um, it reminds me me when I was younger in the fact that all my buddies were breaking up in the first team in Lyon and kicking ass. And and uh, I was at 18, uh, the club signed me pro, but they, they let me know that I was going to be going on loan. So I kind of feel like a, a second uh, wheel or whatever you, you say. And uh, uh, watching my, my friends breaking uh, to the first team and, 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 not, and me not be able to do the same on my city and with my friends, I kind of feel the Vegeta mindset where I'm behind, behind some Goku all the time. Um, so, so, yeah. Uh, Vigil, I always try to catch up with the other guys uh, with Goku that is always better than him so so yeah I like uh, I like broken stories okay I mean I would never have expected that <laughs> um, so Noah obviously famously drew something <laughs> or more than one thing I guess Noah, Noah what so Noah drew. Yes. Um, yes. Trying to find the I had the picture on my phone. I can't find it right now. Amazing draw. <laughs> Who would you say was your favorite person that he drew? Um let me check. I have, I have it on my phone. I have it. I'm gonna check real quick. All right. That sounds good. The one that I love the most was Mo Farsi and Abdi Mohammed. All right. Fair. Yeah. That is what everyone has said. Yeah, <laughs> those two cracked me up. All right, um, Kale, did you have any questions? Have you asked about the capybara yet? No. All right, perfect. So, um, you know, obviously, and many of the players have said this, they didn't really expect uh, Crew 2 to get the amount of support that they did. And so I guess I just have to ask, what do you think about the identity of capybara? It's it's uh it's insane like the the what this <laughs> what this little animal uh 
did for the for the fans, the club, and the Crew Two platform. Uh, it's amazing. I have a, a capybara on my wallet right now as we speak. Uh, all I want to do with Kobe is t-shirts with capybara saying stupid stuff. So, so yeah, we all traumatized in a good way, and uh, we just want to build a capy army. Um, so yeah, now it's been it's been incredible this whole. Uh, uh, atmosphere and environment that we create around the capybaras. Um, um, I feel really, uh, we all do. We we all feel really grateful and and lucky to to be able to 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 share those moments. And uh, we, besides the soccer and the result and having uh, uh, to laugh about and with the capybaras with the with the fans was something uh, so refreshing for the whole club and uh, couldn't be more grateful. All right, perfect. Um, yeah, uh, I have one last question, and I don't think Caleb has any others. Uh, no, that's it. So, what were your emotions when you heard that final whistle against St. Louis? Um, man, the it's 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 just even before the the whistle is just the the composure and the the competitiveness that the guys provide against uh, pretty much an MLS uh, team uh, in the lower.com, in front of our fans, after the year that we have, on year one, with a bunch of strangers, pretty much, uh, those guys, in the, in, the, in the style of play, like they, they really spoiled us. Uh, I really felt spoiled, lucky, grateful, and... Uh, Deserving, like we, we, we put a lot of work, everybody did, and uh, and we had this feeling that putting the right resources and and uh, the amount of work and sweat and belief, even though in tough times, uh, and you put a clear process that good stuff happened, and credit to the staff, not only for the club, for the resources, but to the staff to, uh, to always be... Uh, uh, trustful to the to the process and to the players to apply it. Um, it was just a, a dream year and a, a dreamy moment, really. All right. I mean, it was an amazing th- time for all of Columbus, I would say. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, I had one more question I just thought of on the dot. Yep. What did you think of when you walked into lower or walked out at the final and just saw all the fans in the Nordeca and in the stands. What was your emotions when you saw that more people were at this game? It felt just home. It, it, it really felt like this is our home. And, and uh, uh, we, did it, uh, we did that for you guys. They, 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 we were able to do that because of you guys. Like it's all so interconnected. Uh, the first game, I was really impressed by the whole stadium, to be honest. And then the guys just called the kickoff. So then I forgot to be uh, uh, impressed. I was just enjoying the game. But uh, <laughs> but uh, the, the, the final really was just, uh, I feel we were all one, all together, sharing a good moment and, and having fun. It was incredible. All right. I think that does it for us here. Um Thank you again for joining us today. No, no quick thing. Hold on. Thank hold on. You so much for oh, wait. Me. 
Caleb. Sorry. Um, so we usually do this. I don't know why Kyle forgot, but do you have any questions for us before we get off here? No, thank you so much, guy. I really appreciate having you and, uh, and let me know how it goes. All right. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. I, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Have we'll a great soon. night. Take care. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Football Taylor Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. Have a wonderful day.